forever. Dog. Does anyone have any grandparents left? No. I, I don't have any. I got, I had a grandmother who passed away in like 97 from cancer and she came to like live with us in DC because you know she lived in the country and we had better uh, doctors or whatever. Uh, but she knew and it's so funny because it was not funny but it's crazy because it was so slow. Like the process was just ugh, just so slow man. Why does somebody get weaker yeah. and weaker and weaker? Ugh. Terrible. Yeah. Man. That's what happened with my grandma. Well, I think my grandma on my mom's side, I actually, man, it's hard because it's like, there is that thing of like parents tell you, but it, it, people don't tell you like all the information, especially when you're younger. So I was in high school. My mom's mother passed away and I feel like she had, cancer twice i feel like she like had it and then it like went into remission and then like i don't know if she got it in another spot or something but i do remember like going to the hospital when she was there and then like she like looked so weak and it was so sad Uh, but um that was in high school i have one grandparent left my grandma one left (laughs) (laughs) one left grandma carrie still left Still going. Terminology. (laughs) One left. Uh, Yeah. Wait, do you two, uh, um, Kat James? No. No, yeah. My last grandparent um, died when I was three. Oh, wow. Really didn't get to meet them, which is unfortunate. Oh, man. That's tough. Oh, wow. Great. So you never really knew your any grandparents? Man, that's up. Is that the same for you, James? No, my grand, my. Mom, my grandma on my mom's side lived with us through, I don't know, 15 for me. Oh, wow. Um, and she passed away, lung cancer. Um, I remember, I was just talking about this to somebody because I remember the day she died, we were all there, everybody was there. And then the only thing for me was like to just keep doing stuff. So I went, like I had a rehearsal, uh, rehearsal it was either that night or like the next day that I went to like went mm-hmm. kind of like straight to I can't remember what were we talking about that uh what I can't remember why we were talking about it but um just like that feeling Wait. of like oh I'm gonna I don't do, do the thing I'm yeah. gonna like yeah were you close you like were you were you get close with your grandma I know she lived uh, with you but yeah, y'all I like mean, cool yeah, she, yeah, she was, she was, a, she wasn't fully bedridden, but she, like, didn't, like, for the, her last, like, several years, she kind of, like, was confined to her room, didn't quite move around a lot, uh, always had snacks, <laughs> <laughs> always had, like, soda and uh, candy in her, in a mini fridge next to her, <laughs> next to her bed. Also, uh, good for having a mini fridge. That's some real. Yeah, I respect that. I'll still, I still have dreams. Whenever I have dreams, remembering her, because her room was across from mine. Um, I still have like dreams of like going into that room and the mini fridge having uh, 
<laughs> like you used to steal mind. snacks from your grandma? <laughs> no. Uh, what I mean is I remember, like, I remember now it's like, oh, there's still snacks in the mini fridge, kind of like. Uh, right. <laughs> James would go in, hey, grandma, how's your day? While walking to the mini fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, 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 grandma. Yeah, that sounds great. Still a soda hey. and like slowly walk out. <laughs> that is what grandmas are for, right? To like take true. food. Like, <laughs> that is true. Spoil you. Well, I, me and my grandma used to beef. So we weren't, me and, me and my grandma, we was like, we was not close. Like we were like adversaries, if you will. You know what I mean? I, we didn't become pleasant until she was in the hospital. And like one day she like came to and we were just like pleasant. And then when I left that day, she passed away like the next day. It was like a very uh-huh. crazy, like we were not close. I'm talking about like, Why? Why she, used would to, you like she used to crap on, cause I was from the city and like the rest of my cousins were like from the South. She always like, if it was all of us lined up, she would go, oh, this is Jared, Drake, Sheena Tiffany. That's Gerard, he from the city. He don't eat grits. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> like that would be the description. It's like, yeah, he don't do this. Like, yeah. I was like, wait, what, bro? I don't He's know. Ended at your lack of eating grits, like, yeah. And it's like, and I'm like, I eat grits, man. You know what I mean? I was like, I eat grits. So it was like, no matter who, it was just like, wait, what's happening? I don't know. It was just, but also I think, um, also I think like my grandmother was very. Uh, it's three sisters. Um, mm-hmm. She is the oldest. Uh, and she is the darkest and kind of the 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 uh, like the 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 roughest looking out of the three. So her nickname was Punk, whereas like the youngest was very fair skinned. Her name was like Beauty. And I think like as far as the lineage of kids, me and my cousin who grew up at the same time, like he is very light skinned with like green eyes, and like that was the favorite. And I just wasn't mm-hmm. even I was never coming close. And after a while, I was like, well. I openly would be like, I'm never coming down here to visit you. And I was at like eight. Wow. Like, like I'm never coming down. And I didn't go back until I was probably 16 or 17. That, uh, wait, <laughs> you made that decision when you were eight? I remember, I remember saying like vivid. I remember when it was, this would be very geeky. The X-Men cartoon had like a mini series going on where it was like, uh, uh, I remember like they were in the basement, not in the basement, in the sewers, like the Warlocks or something like that. And I happened mm-hmm. to be there and she's like, uh, you like cartoons? I remember being like, yeah, cartoons are awesome. And then, and then she'd be like, oh, that stuff just rots your brain. And I was like, fine. And then she said something about, oh, me and my cousin got in a fight. He pushed me onto a cactus. And then he got his hand messed up. And she helped him. But he started the fight. And she didn't help me. And I was like, I'm never coming down here again. I was like, I remember saying, I'm never coming down here again. I got these pricklies wow. in my leg. You took it out of his hand. And he started the fight. I'm never coming back. I never came back. That was your farewell. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Honestly, John, honestly, I hate it. I hate what you just did. What I didn't do. It fits. Honestly, like that's like that works. Don't give him this. Well, I'm saying, but like, I mean, he did it. He's summarizing the end of the story that, I don't know what you guys talking about. No, 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 that, no, he got the, he got the, he, he, he fell on a cactus. Okay, his cousin got the pricklies, and the grandma helped the cousin out, and not him. And Gerard was break like, it down like we don't know what you do. I don't like hearing the breakdown. 
I don't like hearing the break. The breakdown is what upsets me. You could have just said farewell. You didn't have to recap my story, my <laughs> life. All I'm saying is James be hating on my transition, but I feel like my transition farewell. You say it fared well. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's start the show. It fared well. Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Quarantine City! Strumming my pain with his finger. One time. <laughs> Singing my life with his <laughs> Two time. Killing me softly with uh, his song. Killing, killing me softly. Me softly. <laughs> Woo! Ha! Woo! Ha! Very <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to do. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to do. I combined it. I did both of them. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Respect. Respect. Too much fun. Too much fun to be had. It's, it's, too, it's too bad you couldn't, you weren't able to sing the song that the uh, cousin and his wife did. Yeah. Because that, that, was, that was the saddest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, everyone, <laughs> welcome once again. We are zooming again because no quarantine. We're in the apocalypse, baby. Doing okay. Hope everyone's families are safe. Um, yeah, you know, if you haven't heard this show before, this is uh, my name is Jonathan Braylock. Start I'm Jerome Milligan, and my name James the Third. Okay, James. No one can see you dancing. I guess people we can, can see you dance. I don't know. If maybe you this video, they can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, doing this gym. <laughs> Respect. Wow. Respect. As you were, okay, John. Well, we, 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 have a, we have a special guest okay, with okay, us today. Okay. Right, wait, wait, Returning wait, wait, hold guest. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I got I to warm, warm up sitting the drums. Next to James. I got to warm up the drums. Hold on. Quarantine. Wow. I haven't used the drums in a long time. So you got to warm up the drums. I haven't, no. Okay, all right. How? All right, hold on. What's up, John? I got to warm up the drums, bruh. Okay, you got you just don't go and bang on the drums. You got to get the sticks. You got to move them around. Okay, you got to clean the mouth. top of the you're, snare. You're about to do this with your mouth. First off, okay, John, is 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 don't do this. Okay, it's my process. All right. Catherine Lerner. Oh snap! Okay, you got the. Actually, wasn't that that wasn't that bad. There we go, because it was warmed up. The drums were warmed up, baby. Cat was Gucci. Cat, welcome Hi, back. Welcome back. Thank uh, you so much. Welcome to our recording studio in your home. <laughs> so nice. It's so nice and cozy. You know, we try to make it convenient for everybody here. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So we are a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors. Talk about right? the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. What well, uh, he said. Sometimes. We brought in that, and we want to talk about films with other people of color in the leads, which is what we're Damn doing right. today. Woo. We are reviewing The Farewell, uh, yeah. written and directed by Lulu Wang. Oh, sorry. It's not Wang. It's Wong. I feel like I saw this 
on her Twitter. It's W-A-N-G. Is, is, <laughs> yes, is it pronounced it's Wong? W-A-N-G, but it's pronounced Wog. Oh, some, okay. some people, yeah. <laughs> um, what else do I need to say? It's, uh, oh, I'm starring Aquafina, of course. Um, Aquafina. And this was a film that had a lot of awards bud, buzz, but wound up not actually getting nominated for any Academy Awards. It did win a Golden Globe. Uh, Aquafina won Best Actress. It was nominated for Best Foreign Language Film at the Golden Globe Awards because uh, I think more than 50% of the dialogue is uh, not in English, which is what qualifies you for a Best Foreign Language Film. Um, yeah. She, uh, uh, let's see. I think the film won... Oh, it won the Independent Spirit Award for Best Feature. Still got that. I mean, Aquafina mm-hmm. won, I think, three awards, right? Yeah, she won Gotham, Satellite, and then Golden Globe. All right, Aquafina? Yeah. Liddy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it w- its budget was $3 million. Uh, it wound up grossing $22 million at the box office. So pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's definitely pretty and, good. And uh, its uh, Rotten Tomato score is 98%. Rotten Tomato, 87% audience score. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, what else do I need to say? It's about a, it's true, it's literally about a family that is saying goodbye to their grandmother because she has been diagnosed with terminal cancer, but everyone knows except for the grandma. Uh, and this is her story, right? Information from her. A true story. Yeah. It's Lulu's story, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Yeah. Shall we do first impressions? Sure. First thoughts, initial thoughts. Kat, would you like to go first? Sure. Um, I really loved this film. I didn't get to see it in theaters, um, which was a bummer, but I'm so happy I got to see it um, now. And yeah, it's about a Chinese family. Um, my I'm half Chinese. My mother is Chinese. Um, and so there was just so many things that I very much connected to. Um, I thought the story was great. I thought the acting was great. Um, I thought it was actually a very simple story. Like I thought like there was a very clear beginning, middle and end. Um, and that the characters were written extremely well, which makes sense if it's a true story because, you know, obviously the writer is just writing from her own experience and her own family. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, I also very much enjoyed it. Um, I, I found myself uh, being like, um, uh, very much like, why aren't they telling her? And until when she was, until the reveal that she had done the same thing with her husband prior. And then I was like, oh, well, I mean, no, you can't, you gotta not. <laughs> but I was like <laughs> so invested in that uh, part of it. Um, I thought Aquafina was great. I I thought the acting was really strong. Um, I loved uh, The Bride. I thought she was oh so God, funny. She has like three lines and she's phenomenal. Yeah. Her reactions are hilarious. Um, and what else? what else do I want to say? I mean, yeah. And then I felt like I, um, 
could I, I felt like I could identify with Aquafina, just like sort of like the way that it, the way that she sort of felt in her relationship with her family um, and generally enjoyed like all of the debate, like all of the debates about like the East versus the West and like who is better and like, <laughs> like what is the answer to that question? It's sort of always kind of being a debate that sort of carried on throughout. I, I, uh, I liked. So, you want me to go, Bray, or you want to go? Uh, I can go. Um, yeah, this was a good film. It was a good art house film. I think like this type of film is usually uh, not the ones that I'm like the most interested in. It um, there were a lot of things in this film that I really liked, especially the acting. I would say. Um, and this, uh, and this acting, the supporting cast was like kind of incredible. I, I agree about the bride. I feel like the, um, the cousin, like the groom was really funny too. Like, mm. or like moments where he's just crying. Um, <laughs> it was just like so funny. Like the, and like when they're playing that game at the like banquet and he keeps having, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that was really fun. I love, I, yeah, I love the girl, like, uh, uh, Susan Zhao, I think that's how you pronounce it, who played Nine Nine. Uh, she was incredible. Everyone around, like the, the all the whole family dynamic, was like really nice to see. It did do a lot of that, like kind of typical A twenty four stuff, where I feel like some of the sh- like the shots are very pretty, uh, but I don't fully understand the meaning behind the framing all the time. Um, like the color scheme is like popping up everywhere, uh, but it. I don't know. It, it was like one of those films where I, it, it it drew a lot of attention to the cinematography. Um, but then at times felt like a little like we were lingering on it a little too long. Sometimes the music was a little bit heavy handed because uh, there's a sense of melancholy throughout the whole film, which makes sense because you kind of feel what your the family is feeling. Um, but then there are also times where like like the score is like really loud. I don't know. I can't even explain it. I was a little like, sometimes the score, I was like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Like sort of over sentimental in a way. Like, (laughs) yeah, I was like, we don't, you don't need to do this. Like we get it. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I, there, there were certain moments where I found my interest waning a little bit, but overall, um, it was like kind of fascinating to see this, different culture and one of the things i really liked about it or i want to talk about a little more if we can is the differences between like eastern and western culture because i really liked how the brother the oldest brother uh her, her oldest uncle like put it um like how the east you know an individual's life belongs to the community and the family and society and in the west individual's life belongs to that person and how that's kind of different. And I was like, oh yeah, like that's such a cool thing to think about. It's funny because I'm talking so much. It's funny because I actually <laughs> personally don't see, like there was a part of me that was like, yeah, Tessa immediately was like, don't ever do that to me. Like, don't don't ever like lie to me about, you know, my terminal. And I was like, yeah, I, I wouldn't. But I also like, I don't know if I would feel really angry if somebody like kept that information from me mm-hmm. um and the fat yeah anyway i guess we won't spoil the ending but, lie like, to me shoot tell me yeah. we're going to <laughs> disneyland baby 
Tell me, tell me we going to Disney. Tell me like, oh man, we just won the lotto. We going on trips. Like, let me go out with a bang, baby. Like, screw that sad yeah. shit. I ain't trying to be a doctor. Um, sorry. Yeah. You don't? Yeah. No, I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. I think for me, like, I think this movie, this is the kind of movie I like, like a nice, subtle family story. I will say this, and I am learning. I think I've learned it with this movie in particular. I think I do have a tough time reading the emotions when there's a language barrier. Um, and I didn't realize it until this movie because I could tell the acting was really well, but I think because for me at least, I couldn't I couldn't necessarily feel the weight of some of the lines that were being said. And and because you know, sometimes if you're watching a movie, you know, someone can't get the words out or like their voice is cracking and it and for me it was hard because I'm seeing someone being emotional, but then I'm like looking down to read what's happening and then back up. So I feel like I'm my attention is split from what's actually happening. Um, and I think Bray, you you uh, you might have mentioned this when we were doing um, uh, Parasite. Parasite, and I was like, no, that's not the case. But instantly watching this, like Aquafina had a moment, and when she was telling the story, well, we'll get there. But she was telling the story, I guess, about like her her granddad, I think, and they lied to her when she was younger or something. Like I knew that story was important, but the thing is, the mixture of I don't know, actory wise, like the lack of tears and like I just feel like I couldn't. It felt like that moment was very impactful, but I couldn't feel the impact of it. And I was trying to realize why is that, and I think maybe it's because mm-hmm. of the language barrier. Uh, but I, again, I knew this movie was good. Like I liked certain moments, just that certain moments were just difficult for me to just really take in because. Right. I don't know. It like I liked learning about a culture, but it wasn't that. It was just it was really the words, man. It really was like hearing, like oh my god, sorry. This is the last thing. When that dad um, was giving the speech about, uh, uh, I guess at the, at the the wedding rehearsal, and he and he just goes into his mom and he's breaking. Like I yeah. know how impactful that is, but I'm like, man, if I really heard that dude say what he was saying, it probably would have <laughs> felt different. Um, but again, the acting was great. It's just I am realizing now that's a a thing I think I struggle with that I didn't realize until this mm. movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, but I know, but I know it's good. It's just, it's just tough. I think for me. Um, oh my god! Yeah. I mean, I'm an asshole. I think like, I <laughs> no, it, it's it's a learning. I think it's a learning curve. Um, it's also, and this is completely different language, but like, I watched a lot of like anime, like Japanese anime, but in the in Japanese. Right. Mm-hmm. So like they have the subtitles at the bottom. And like when you when I first start watching it, every, it all kind of sounds the same, like the, the way that they're saying the lines and I'm reading the lines. But then like after watching it for a while, I could start to kind of hear the emotional, the, the different emotional kind of inflections within the language. Right. Uh, so I, I do think it's like you do have to like kind of like be familiar with that stuff. It's hard. And yeah. and with the foreign language with a foreign language film for something that you or a language that you just really have never listened to that much. You're really only getting their face. Um, also but, something that was interesting. I thought that was interesting about this movie or even like one of the, one of the overarching themes of the movie was like the battle with how much emotion can you show? How much are you allowed? Yes. To oh show, yeah. Yeah. You know? right, right. And so like you, you use, that that particular moment that you used of like the dad crying at the the wedding, mm-hmm. that like was probably like one of the biggest instances of emotion that we <laughs> had seen in the in the whole movie. 
and I and I would even argue that even if even not hearing the words, it's almost like di- divorcing yourself from what he's actually saying and the fact that he's even breaking down. Yeah. In, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah it really does take. <laughs> it really does take practice, honestly. And then also, if anybody's been to the opera, like that is something where it's interesting because they they have subtitles for opera, but also they can just tell you, like in the program, they tell you kind of like a summary of what's happening. Mm, Right. Kind of like read the summary and then you just kind of like guess the emotion, you kind of go on a roller coaster. Uh, It makes sense. It's it's also like kind of you putting, like it's you putting the emotion onto it, knowing that in this moment it's happening. Cause that makes right. sense. Cause like <laughs> I grew up watching like anime, and like I was actually watching Dragon Ball Z last night. And I've watched. I think for me, is I've only seen cartoons and horror movies that are like in subtitles. You know what I mean? So like those things, like yeah, they do have an emotional weight. But it's like I'm not. If I'm watching like I don't know some movie, like if I'm watching the original Ring. Uh, I don't feel like I need. I just know there's some scary shit's happening. Whereas this is like, well, I need to be emotionally <laughs> invested. You know what I mean? So yeah, it is a little tough. And again, I didn't realize it until this movie where I'm like, oh, oh yeah, this 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 may be a thing that, I, I, yeah. I will say, and I truly don't mean any shade, but I do think the other actors, uh, like the supporting cast, like had a lot of, of actors that were like really strong actors and and Alkafina I think it has nothing to do it has to do with the fact that she was like a comedian first and she's like just started to get into acting right mm-hmm. and maybe she's had acting classes before I don't know but like her I don't like there were some moments for me as well like the moment that you were talking about I think like did feel a little weak to me and that I, I don't know if that had to do with the necessarily the language I, I think like this was a tough this was a tough role that she like stepped up to and gave like a really solid performance. Um, but I also feel like there were other people in that supporting cast who were doing like really, really great work. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I also think that it was, it was kind of like how she was written a little bit too, because, mm. you know, from the very beginning, it's like, she can't hide her emotions. She's always sad. Like the grandmother's always asking her what's wrong. Whereas the other characters are able to kind of go from, I'm putting on a face to this is how I really feel. And Mm. it's kind of tricky because in Chinese culture, there's so much saving face. It's like Mm. so much saving face. It's so, it's such a prideful thing to not show emotion of any kind, whether it's sad or happy. Um, And so that also might be part of it, draw. is that like when you're looking and you're like, wow, shouldn't they be upset or shouldn't they be crying or shouldn't I see more emotion on their face? It's like, you shouldn't if they're doing their job right. Like you shouldn't gotcha, if, gotcha. They're, if they're actually playing like a Chinese gotcha. person going through this. You shouldn't see anything on their face. That's true because the um, mom was saying that, right? Because the mom was like, everyone expects yeah. me to um, grieve a certain kind of way. And then even in the car, she still wouldn't look at Aquafina the whole time. So I'm like, that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Line, the whole, I mean, I know we're going to get to this, but like, that's why it's hard. But I, you know, the whole line that she says, like, I don't want, I don't want my emotions, like, you know, like I'm I, on display on a zoo. Like, yeah. people really feel that way. Like, you know, that like, right. if, if they're feeling a certain emotion and someone's looking at them, it's like they're, they're being, um, you know, seen in this really private way. 
Hollywood is shut down. All production has stopped and funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood, the sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women, for people of color? Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood the sequels ask these questions and more, this limited run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood the sequel for free at laist.com slash Hollywood the sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's laist.com slash Hollywood the sequel. Hey everyone, it's Jamie Lee and Rose Cerno from the wonderful Sex in the City podcast. Couldn't help but wonder. We analyze the show, you might have heard of it, Sex in the City, through the lens of our own very messy lives. And wait, we're not messy, are we? I mean, I'm definitely messy. Okay, yeah, no, we are. We started this podcast because we are ginormous fans of Sex in the City. It has changed culture. Every show you like now basically started with Sex in the City, but it hasn't aged well in all areas. There are parts that really hold up and parts not so much. So we talk about the show, but we also bring the show into 2020 and we analyze it with this modern lens. So please check out and subscribe to Couldn't Help But Wonder only on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. And also you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at chbwpod. The world is hard. Don't think of us as a guilty pleasure. Think of us as a consummate pleasure, a tingle for your toes that goes into a full body orgasm. New episode every Tuesday coming at ya. Yeah. All right. Okay, should we go? Yeah, it's the start is just uh, with Aquafina on the phone with her with her grandma Mm -hmm. and her grandma's in the hospital about to get uh, an exam, but she like it automatically like, starts with a lie. <laughs> tell her where she is. This was funny. She because, yeah, this was funny because yeah. they were both just lying about what was happening. Like <laughs> neither of them said exactly what was going on. Like when X shows up, she's like, "That's my friend." And it's like what? <laughs> that was a useless lie. <laughs> like. <laughs> Why did she say that? And then she's like, I'm at your aunt. I don't know. I thought that was, that was getting to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it set up very well, like the culture that we're about to dive into, which is like people uh, like caring about each other, but also like keeping things from me. Like everyone's, everyone's looking out for the other person. Yeah. Um, or at least that's what they're claiming to do. And there's also a part of me that's like, you're also just keeping it to yourself because you have a lot of other people to know. Um, yeah. It's a it's a funny balance. <laughs> uh but yes, we get X. Our friend X Mayo shows up. Yo, She's X is like out. third build on this on IMDB for this movie. Well, I you think know what it is. Order of appearance. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because oh. I saw that and I was like, oh, does X have a huge part in this? Like, I, I didn't know that. And then I'm like, no, 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 she. <laughs> but um, but that was still that was still awesome to see. We were like, oh my god, X. Yeah, because um, I was like, wait, so what cool is that? She got one black friend. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I was> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't. We don't really get a great sense of Aquafina's life outside of just that she's struggling. Like she's struggling financially. Yeah. She got the rejection <laughs> letter um, from. What what was it again? A Guggen a Guggenheim Fellowship, it looks like. All I got yeah. was Guggenheim and Fellowship, but then I don't know what, exactly what it was. And then they call her a writer later, so right. Um, not sure exactly what the fellows what the details of the fellowship are, but uh, yeah, who knows? She's a musician, <laughs> yeah. right? That's the thing. She's a she's a pianist. She was she was a pianist, and then she quit. She's a writer now. Gotcha. Uh. Yeah, and, and she's, like, behind on rent. Uh, we get that scene where she's, like, in a laundromat, like, talking to, I guess, the daughter of the landlord. Yeah, <laughs> probably, like, lives in the building. Like, she's the one that lives yeah. in the building. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, has to report to the landlord. <laughs> she's like, you're killing me. Like, she's like, well, yeah. <laughs> um. And I feel like we also get one other scene with her with like friends, but I forgot what that was exactly. You know oh. what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. she she was at a party or something, but she, she was, was at a party. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a I think like a birthday party or something. Yeah, she had like, a birthday party. She's like birthday party. Yeah. Right. But we don't really get much It was when she was sad. She was like sad because she had just learned the news and then yes. she was at the birthday party. Oh, okay. So that, yes. was, that was later then. That was later on. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I, I was kind of just saying like, we don't, her life outside of her family, we get very little of. Like, those are the brief snapshots. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the all we get. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Then, uh, I mean, do you guys want to say anything about this before we get to when she finds out? Because that's basically the. Yeah. You know what it is? I think I brought this up too. Like, yeah. I think certain things about this is hard where like, um, and it is how she's written. Whereas like this, I think for me, this started her character a certain way. I'm like, all right, she's sad. I mean, again, I didn't know much about the movie. So I'm like, oh, maybe by the end of it, you know, she's going to be with her grandma and become like a hopeful character that we see throughout the movie. But this is one of those movies that's kind of like a Nightcrawler in a way where the character starts the movie a certain way and just ends the movie to me as the exact same character. Like no lesson or growth yeah. was made. Uh, and so it was hard because I'm like, because I didn't like this version of the character because I'm like, oh, she's too mopey. And like, I get it. We're mopey. We're sad. She hasn't even found out the bad news yet. Like, shit's going to get worse. <laughs> and then to me, it's like, it's different if things would have got worse. Like, if you like yeah. are sad and you go on a spiral, I'm like, cool. We going down, baby. And then we just felt, but I get it. it you know. Yeah, no, I th- I think I agree with, with that. Like, I think I was waiting for, I think I was waiting for her um what for her emotion for her emotion no i guess the way that she presents herself to 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 change but the the journey that i ended up going on was like the reveal of like who she the more things we learned about who she really is like of like oh i never she never wanted to leave china she didn't know anything about you know um she feels more connected to this than than um 
it's it to her seems like her parents uh are um like that was sort of what i what i followed uh for her but i did i i kept and and then there is like a clear thing of like more people broke down in public since in public ways than she did like she was able to keep it together more than than other members of her family but like i think i was kind of like i think i agree that i was kind of like oh is she gonna is something gonna happen there and then it's it never yeah well before she finds out i do think that there are some really fun things in her family that we get to learn like we learned that story about like that joke about um you know uh a husband telling her telling his wife that like the cat's dead the cat's dying and then mm-hmm. and then like and then when she comes back and she he has to tell her about the mom dying like that joke yeah. sets up what we're gonna see and then yes. also i really liked the moment where the mom is asking her how many wontons she wants oh yeah that's such a big thing like of, of how you're you're either always too skinny or you're always too fat there's nothing in the middle and so like how she's like how many wontons and she's like five and that's like that's too too less and then she's like fine 12 a dozen yeah like, 10 is good um, <laughs> i know that's that very a funny. little thing but i like i laughed so hard no it was but i thought that that was big it was like yeah. it was such a like she was asking the question but didn't want the like <laughs> oh always. Yeah. it was just to put her through that <laughs> How many do you want? That's not enough. That's that's too many. This is how many I'm going to give you. You know, she was always going to give her. <laughs> Definitely. And how many she was always going to give her. Like, this is one of those films. <laughs> this is, <laughs> to me, this is one of those films where it's like a snapshot, you know, of someone's life. And so you don't really get a huge, like, emotional arc or, like, character journey. And we do have a, a, I think the thing that was the toughest to me about this film is that like the driving conflict was a conflict that I guess I haven't, I haven't thought of that much, but I don't put a lot of stake into. And I think maybe other people have thought about this a lot more than I, like, I don't think about my own death much. And then the death of like someone who is older is sad but it's also i'm like yeah yeah like that's what's gonna happen like we're all gonna die and like the older you are like the closer you are to death and so somebody telling you you probably have three months to live um one it's like not a guarantee anyway right uh and then the other thing is like even if it was guaranteed would it should it change much of like what's going to happen with your life especially if you're already kind of like in the like last chapter of it like you know what i mean so it it was it was it was tough like i think that was the, that what was hard for me it was like i didn't it was more like i'm like sitting down and like watching um a family dynamic that is not familiar to me but it's like interesting and i'm like getting all these different snapshots and these different scenes uh, but the thing that was like pulling me forward was like very light. Um, so like when we get this first scene, uh, or sorry, when we get the scene of her 
you know, she knows something's wrong, like, already with her mom. She's like, why is dad sleeping? She's like, oh, he's sleepy, he's taking a nap. He's like, it's 6 p.m. Is, like, he okay? You know? And then, like, she goes up later to, like, see him, and he's, like, just sitting on the bed. And you're like, oh, well, clearly something's wrong. Like, dad, what's wrong? And so he's like, what is, you tell me what's happening. And they're like, you know, your grandma's dying. And she even gets mad at like, you know, why didn't you, why'd you let me find out this way? Which I like kind of get. Cause it was like, they were going to keep it from her and she had to like force it out of them. Uh, and they didn't want her to go, you know, all, all of that like made sense, but I, I don't know. Do you guys know what I'm saying? I mean, what's interesting also, right. Is like when the mother says, you know, we have a saying that is like, when you get, when you get cancer, you die. And it's really, and it's more about the mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not that the cancer kills you, it's the fear. And there is something right. to that, you know? I agree. There are people that will take a sentence, like even not even three months, right? Like you might have two years left, but in their head, it's like, I'm dead tomorrow, yeah. right? And so then it's like, and, and there is like a will to live, at least I believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that if you tell yourself like, okay, like there's no point of living, there's no point of going on because I've gotten this sentence of three months or two years or whatever the doctor says. Um, and if I don't want to survive anymore. To that same degree, I have a family member who's in the hospital right now. And that's my mom's biggest concern is that like, is that, is that, is having fears is, 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 is fear of fighting you know um so I get I get that and got that and then I also think that I I think that here I was so um I was so invested in the like how they thought she was gonna behave like mm-hmm. <laughs> them being worried about her emotions that sort of for me was like a ticking clock of like oh is it gonna you know is this gonna go off um, which I know it never does. And then it also sort of, <laughs> it only sometimes, the movie only sometimes makes makes it seem like it's about to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but I think here, that's what I was, that's what I was connected to. That's true, because I think, like, that totally makes sense. It's just funny, man. <laughs> ah, John said it. I did, I'm so mad. It's like, the other character, it's the way they're written, the other characters I felt like had so much to do. You know what I mean? It just sucks because I'm like, in this scene, we see like the dad, like broken down, but like trying to figure it out. You see the mom. To me, this actress who played this mom was so great because I loved her. her character Definitely. was not supposed to show emotion, but she had breaks in it. And I love when I see people just like figuring out how to deal with it. And it's hard because the way they wrote uh, the Billy characters, like she was just doing the same thing. So even in this moment, it's like, why didn't you tell me? I'm mad. And then when she shows up, like, you know, in the next scene where like everyone um, is at the grandma's house and she just shows up, she's all, it almost feels like the character is ahead of what is happening. So like when she comes into this scene, like just in the, in the, uh, in the bedroom, when she finds out that the grandma is sick in the first place, it feels like she already knew you know what I mean? It felt like she wasn't hurt yet. It was just like, why didn't you tell me already? And it felt like that character was always one step ahead of like, whether it be sadness or, mm. or, or anger than everybody else. And it, 
I don't know. It just felt like she knew. I don't know. And it's probably the writing. It's like the character knew more and could deal with it before everybody else. And it just, because at one point for me, I was like, I just want to see the family. I was like, just show me the mom. Show me that older. Show me the uncle. You know, like, let me see them. Let me see the fucking cousin who has to get married and pretend to be married and his pretend fiance. Like, they were just <laughs> dealing with more stuff than she got to deal with. That was. Uh, that, yeah, I mean, that's when the movie really picked up, I think, when we first got there. It, it is tough, like, it is tough because we get the reason. So, like, they're like, she's like, I want to go. And they're like, no, you wear your emotions on your sleeve, basically. Like, we don't want her to find out, and you're not going to be able to do a good enough job of, like, hiding your emotions. So that's why the family doesn't want you to go, right? Um and she initially listens, so she doesn't go fly with them. Uh, we don't really get a good sense of like how many days it it was. It, it felt like it was the next day, but maybe it was a little longer. Mm-hmm. But like we do see it have that short scene with the birthday party, and she's like on the subway, and then it just like cuts to like her at the airport, um, and then she just like shows up at the at the place, kind of completely unannounced. Um, and we get that really fun scene where she like walks in. <laughs> And like everyone's at the table, like looks at her at the same time. (laughs) And like, I, to me, that was like the most tense and dramatic moment of the whole film. Cause you don't know what's going to happen. You're like, is she just going to start breaking down? Like everyone's looking at her like, uh Oh, like, Oh, what's about to happen? What is she going to do? You know? And, and we get that like tension. Cause she's like there and like grandma's there. Nina is like so happy to see her. And, and, is like talking to her, talking to her, and the whole time Aquafina is just like looking really like mopey. And then finally she's like, What's wrong? Why are you like sad? You know, and they're like, Oh, you know, it's the jet lag or whatever. And they kind of like talk past it. Uh, but after that moment, even at the table, it seemed like that night, or I don't, was it that night, night or whatever, that when they're eat, all eating dinner together, everybody else is also sad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like we see everybody else said. So I was like, "What the flip? Like, why are you putting so much pressure on her?" First of all, the cousin's out over here crying, like open, openly <laughs> weeping, and then like the dads were like, it, everybody broke at some point except for her mom, you know, Alcafina's mom, and um, yeah, I just, it, it, it got. I was kind of confused because then I at first then I was like, "Wait, was that just a thing that people said?" But then. I don't know. It didn't, you know what I mean? It was. It, I don't. It didn't feel yeah, consistent. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Billy. I gotta start saying this character's name. Oh yeah, um, Billy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that scene was pretty funny. Oh, oh, what about the um, uh, Nai Nai's um, like second husband, or I don't know if they were married or whatever. Yeah, I thought it, yeah, I, we were trying to figure <laughs> that out too. Figure that out, yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought I thought that character was funny. Um and I feel like I also very much can identify with a guy that's just there kind of like <laughs> kind every of time like they hobbling. panned over to him, he was like eating, right? <laughs> yes, just yes. Eating. He's like just doing that. He's like hot, hot hot tea and he's like spilling ah, he's spilling it. And he like she like yells at him, but he's just like, oh okay, you know, like yeah, he can't Why are you hear with well him? in one of his ears, so she just outwardly just will <laughs> talk smack about him loudly. Yeah, like, loudly. Yeah, right? That's too funny. 
so uh, she's just like, I just need a body in the house. Right. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you get it to a certain age, it's kind of like, yeah, like, just don't want to be completely alone in the house. <laughs> Yo, she just doesn't like him, which is just, it's just, I don't, <laughs> and then there's, there's a shot later on, I guess towards the end of the movie, when he's like getting water from another room, and he just moves so slow, and they just show you how slow he's moving, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this poor man, oh, goodness. Yeah, oh, goodness. but yeah, we're introduced to the other family, you have this cousin who's getting married to his fiance, the cousin kind of seems like I don't know. He seems like a dope. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, 100%. I don't, I, yeah. He, he, he was hands down the worst person at showing his emotions. And it basically from the outside, if you didn't know what was happening, kind of looks like he doesn't want to get married to this person, but they're all like forcing him to. Um, <laughs> but there, what was the deal? Was that his actual, like, that was the actual girlfriend. They were just like, they'd like been dating for like two months. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, uh, and that's why they kept being like, "What is it? Is it a baby? Do they, are they, you know, we, you know, we'll tell everyone they dated for six months. We'll tell everyone they dated for a year. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, well, like six months. The, the Beyonce can't understand anyone. Yeah, that was hilarious. Right. It's so funny. Yes. Like, she only like that's yeah, she so doesn't understand Chinese. <laughs> but like before, before that moment, because she also seemed like <laughs> she also kept looking around at everyone like. She didn't want to be there either. But then when you, it's revealed that she couldn't understand everyone, it was like, oh, she was also... She was just looking she at just everyone, did, like... Also, like, just confused. Yeah, she was like, oh, what was yeah. <laughs> That's so wild. They're never translating for her. Yeah. <laughs> That's so wild. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Um, uh, all right. And then Ooh. the... Yeah. Do you have the older brother... So, who who is the father of the cousin who's getting married? They that family lives in Japan, and they moved out to Japan a long time ago. And then, like, uh, what's her Billy's family moved to America? So, this was the first time that both brothers were together in like twenty five years. So we get that. So yeah, I mean, I I can't fully remember the like actual sequential order of this. Yeah. Uh, but we get the scenes where they're like in the. We go to the hotel where everybody's staying at. Um, it's like <laughs> we get the scene with like the the clerk. Yeah, yeah. it's like a prostitute place. It's like a brothel. Is that what's yeah, happening? It's just. It's, yeah, I mean, I think it is a hotel. I just think that some people like there's a lot of skeevy business that goes on. Like the that first happens. thing we see in the hotel is a a guy comes in, or two guys come in with like four women and they're like, we want the same what room as last. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing we see. <laughs> like, last okay. This isn't a brand new hotel. No, no, it's under renovations. I was like, man, too Listen. freaking funny. Listen, that happens at most hotels at, at some <laughs> point. Okay, like that's just you know, the don't you... know the <laughs> the front desk isn't like, oh my man's <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, uh, well, you can't accuse. What are you going to accuse somebody of that? You with no evidence, you're just going to be like, I feel like you're a prostitute. <laughs> uh, they were playing. They were playing strip poker, is what yeah. was. Oh my god, or or strip whatever card game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But it's this huge hotel, like, with many flights of stairs and the elevator is broken. That was pretty funny. Um, there's a lot of, like, small, like, disputes that happen between, like, people and business people, which is a fun thing to always see. Like, there's a lot more haggling that goes on in other countries. Like, I feel like America is, like, one of the less haggling. Like, we're, we're, we just accept the price that people give us. We're just, yeah. like, sure. we all have, like, yeah. corporate overlords. So we're just, like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. Here, sense. here's the money. You know, <laughs> where in other countries they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I see what the price is, but you didn't do this and you didn't do that. You said you were gonna. Okay, let's let's fill figure this out. You know, um, <laughs> that, that was, was fun. Yeah, we get, this um, was one of the first yeah. uh, uh, China versus America uh, conversations because the. The bus boy, yes, but not bus boy. What's it? What do they call it? Bell, the bellhop, bell clerk. Yeah, uh, bell clerk. As as they're, as they're going up the stairs, he just keeps asking, "Oh my gosh, you're from America? You're from yes. America? What's better? What's better? Well, it's got to be this, right?" She like keeps trying to not answer it, <laughs> entertain this, and he, it's that was funny to me. Yeah. Um, wait, just to skip around a little bit, like I, uh, I just want to skip to the part because I just think it's like. To me, it's like one of my favorite scenes in the movie is the, uh, sorry, I've just given too much, but the rehearsal dinner, is that it? Uh, where they're playing the game and where the dad gives the speech. Is that what that is? The rehearsal dinner? Oh, that's. No, that's, that's the, the banquet. Yeah. That is the, the wedding. Banquet. Oh, that is the wedding. Oh, yeah. never mind. I don't want to skip that far. But yeah, that's far. <laughs> it, it's just, yeah. Sorry. All right. Never mind. Never mind. Well, okay. we get so the this is the this is the scenes we get. We get like um, uh, hold on. Like I'm trying to remember these scenes now too. Because uh, we we one of the most impactful scenes to me was with the uncle, her uncle, where they're like walking. So good. That's, you know. Yes. Yeah. That's right before they go to the hotel. Yeah. Um, and right. He's telling her like you can't do this. You can't do this. And she keeps. You can't tell her. Her entire lines are I know. I know. Like, that's all she yes. said the whole... The yeah. whole and he keeps repeating it. He keeps saying, like, we're not going to tell her. <laughs> yes. Because it almost feels like it. he like, wants to. Because yeah. I do think there's something yes. to the idea of, you know, being in a modern world, if you will, and being like, yo, let's just tell her, but we're holding on to this older tradition. And I liked seeing that battle, um, which I thought was really cool, especially when it came to um, that uncle. Because I think that uncle was just so good, because the uncle almost in that conversation wasn't even talking to her. It was almost like he was yeah, talking was to himself. Like, talking to himself. <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, we can't do it. This is why we're doing it. We can't do it. And it's just like, she yeah. just happened to be there while he was talking. Oh man, that dude is so good. Um, at, at some point we get the hot, hot, hot scene, yeah. you know, where the uh, night is outside. Like, yeah, I actually feel like it, this is right after this. Like it's yeah. right after the hotel. They're there. And she's sort of, she's outside doing that. And also oh, they- Although, sorry, and I, I did not look this up and I really wanted to, but something that has been happening is that um, uh, Billy has been waking up and seeing birds come oh, into right, room. And I right. do think yes. that that is a thing. I think that is like a bringer of death. Oh. Like a, yeah, especially uh, because of the ending when she does it. It sends all the sorry. It sends all the birds away. Right. And I, oh, and well, wait, what's happening? Because you were saying that the bird is like a harbinger of death. I was yeah. like, oh yeah. And then she, she not like, in a bad way, but like I, yeah. I do think there is a. I really wish I would have looked this up, but I really do think that there is a, a, 
I should just use my phone. Um, <laughs> She's like, going to look it up. <laughs> She's going to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I had so many questions about that ending. I was like, I could tell that ending was supposed to mean something important. Well, like, she said it, but then the birds also flew away from where her grandma lived, right? Right. Yeah, it says it right here. It says that if a bird somehow manages to enter your home, it foreshadows the death of someone in, someone in your family. Oh. See, I don't bang with birds. See, that's why I don't mess with birds. All right? <laughs> I don't mess with birds at all. No pigeons, no um, geese, yeah. no doves. I mean, there's a, there's a series of scenes, though, right, that come next before the, 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 the banquet. But it feels like what we're tracking is, like, the test results are supposed to come back, you know, and... Well, and we get the scene with the hospital. What's that? Oh, okay. that's right. But before we so, get to the scene with the hospital, is, is the scene when um, they're all around the table again and they're talking about, like, sending um, Bao to, like, America versus what they did and, like, how, again, yeah. China uh, versus America. Because I think that that scene is pretty critical. And okay. I think it is... You know, it's it's also a rivalry that always happens in mm. all families, but oof, Chinese families are are mean. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't mean to say that. I don't mean to say that. I just mean like I have I've just witnessed some Chinese families that like just say the craziest things that like seem like they're nice, but like underneath there's like daggers. Is it oh, because yeah. there's like is it like a betrayal of going to America versus like like staying in China? Is that what it is? Because I. Because the family definitely was like talking about who was more successful, like which kid, and you know, does America actually help? So it felt like America almost was. It almost felt like America was cheating, uh, and like staying in China is like working hard. Is what it? Yeah, but I, I, I can tell. But I, I would even say that that like depending on which side of the argument you were on, like there are negative things to say about both about both sides. And Kat pointed out while, when we were watching it, like the, the circular table so you can just pick off whatever food you want. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's also like they were going around in circles in this conversation. Like, like you're going to send him to, to, you're going to send him to America, but, but he's going to come back. Well, is he going to come back? Well, did you ever come back? You know what I mean? Like, it was right. like, yeah, it was yeah. all like, <laughs> which was better. And like, they never, they, it ends with, <laughs> how's your piano playing? I don't, I don't play anymore, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like always just like underlying like who, kind of like who is best or who raised their children in the right way or like, yeah, like who made the best decision. And I didn't mean before, like, I didn't mean before that like all Chinese families. I did not mean to say that. I just meant to say that. Honestly, all families when they are like, you know, because there's so much interwoven, like a regular family meal can have like daggers in it, you know? Like, right. like, like that's so interesting to me because I actually don't have a big family. I have a small family. So a lot of the times, anytime that I have actually witnessed it, I've been like a friend over. Mm, at, at right. Because, because I, I don't have a big family. It's just me, my mom and dad. So like, we, <laughs> we don't really have that kind of relationship yeah. because there's three of us and, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, right and like I said before like I my, my grandparents aren't with me um and anyways but like when I have gone over to a friend's house and they have a huge family it's always like 
which which sibling is the you know is the most successful or like what parent did the right thing or the right choice or like you sent my kid to this school and this kid went to that school and now they turned out this way and so that is something and so like I've always been just on the outside I've always just been like an observer and so I thought this was so interesting because I feel like I've just seen this dinner so many times in in friends families Right. Yeah. When they fight, when they, there is a line about like, how long does it take to make a million dollars in America? And she was like, a really long time. He's like, oh, really? Oh, well, doesn't take that long in China, but okay. <laughs> I was just like, I know. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, that was a great scene. Then, um, yeah, we get this like mini, like, uh oh, what's going to happen? What's happening? Because, uh, uh Nai was coughing and they all like hear that she like went to the hospital so they all like run there um <laughs> and uh and then like they get there and she's like what's oh there's nothing nothing going on there and so they're mad at her for not telling them and of course they're already lying to her and the re- reason that they're actually scared is because they don't want the doctor to say the the right thing and then we fit, find out that the doctor is lying to you night night yeah. at the request of the family and this is got a very surreal scene where she just starts talking in english to the doctor because they night night doesn't speak it's english. A good scene. <laughs> great it's scene just like, this yeah. is blowing my mind the whole time the doctor being like totally on board with it the doctor being like, also, we yeah. did this in my family. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is common. Uh, the grandma the whole time is trying to hook, hook Aquafina up. up with the doctor. <laughs> it was like, there was so many things happening in this scene. It was. Uh, and then the scene great. after being like, this would be illegal in the US. Yeah. Like, that's so true. Like, the doctor would oh, be yeah. like, oh, yeah, I could just totally <laughs> lie yeah. to this person. Like, that wouldn't be okay yeah. here. No. Yeah, that's a good point. It's so funny because he definitely says it's a good lie. I remember him saying that it's a yeah. good lie. I'm like, huh? I yeah. mean, and, and, I, and in his case, in the in the in the doctor's case, you know, a few months after uh, his grandma or his grandfather was diagnosed, they died. Just a few months late, like like the diagnosis was, you have X amount of months. A few months later, that person died. But I thought it was I think it's significant in, in this case. Because b- beliefs aside, like that, ha- in that case, that it was severe enough that it overtook them, right? Yeah. And but then, you know, as we know, uh, uh, in Nai Nai's case, you know, we don't know what's going to happen at this point in the movie. Right. Um, the other thing that I, I don't know if this is true, but I did think it. There were a lot of points in this movie, and this doctor scene was maybe like the strongest. Where I was like, "Night Night kind of knows, right?" Like she's yeah, was was stupid. I thought in this so. scene, I was feeling that too. I kept you know, waiting for the shooter drop. I kept waiting for like every time, especially towards the end. Every time we saw Night Night uh, uh, and Billy together, I kept expecting her to just be like, "Hey, I know, I yeah, I know." <laughs> I was, but yeah. I, yeah, she never did, and then I re- and then at the end, I still feel like she knew. It's just like she wanted to keep this up too, and it like 
maybe it worked, you know, like, just like, hey, like, let's not think about it. Let's not talk about it. You know, like, you guys are acting so weird. And her being like, why are you crying? Isn't because she's like confused. It's more like, stop. Yeah. Stop crying. Yeah, we're not. Join us. No one else is, you know. No one else. That would have been cool. That would have been so cool if she would have just been like, hey, I know. Let's go back in here and have some fun. You know what I mean? Just like, let's just enjoy it real quick. (laughs) Look, I'm going to tell y'all, if if I get sick, I'm expecting y'all to do all the ratchet stuff that I love doing, okay? I'm expecting like Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles. I'm expecting to go to like the ratchet. Marvel Ninja thing at Disney. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go to. I'm trying to go to stripper brunch. Cat, you can come to stripper brunch at the strip club where they have brunch. I'm trying to do all those things. That, it's not about you, John. Is that about? All listen, Nana, right, Nana's got it. She's like, yo, let me plan this wedding, okay? I get to be bossy. I get to like tell people what to do. Like the mom said, she couldn't come in America because she didn't like being in my house. Because she couldn't tell me what to do. So, yeah, man, let this lie go, baby. Let me buy some shoes that I can't afford, all right? And then toss them in a river because I don't need them no more. You feel me? Y'all feel me? Sure, sure. You know, I don't like this. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like my wishes aren't being supported. So, you know what? (laughs) Y'all a bunch of billies, okay? Y'all a bunch of billies. And I don't like it. Uh, Billy supported it. Yeah. Anyway, right, um, scene right where the grandmother like is fighting from for the crab and the lobster. Oh yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> that that was very funny. Where she was. And again, again I think that's to show us how much she like kind of enjoys it. Like she enjoys as much as it right. was like making her upset. She also like enjoys being like, "This is what I said, and you got to do what I say." She totally does, which is why like. I was a little bit on the mom's on Billy mom Billy's mom's side when they had that like dispute. So it's like we get this scene where they're all like celebrating and drinking and like we already know we've already heard like Nine Nine like like shame the mother for like you know she's like oh he he's always looking puffy and red is he still drinking like why are you letting him drink you shouldn't be letting him drink you know like it's her fault and then. We get this scene where he and his brother are drinking and the mom's like, why are you giving them drinks? They're going to be drinking tomorrow. Like they're going to be drinking at the banquet. Stop. She's like, oh, it's a celebration. Like let them let them drink. And you're just like, what? You know, and then so we get this scene where the dad is so drunk uh, that they're like, take it. They have to like carry him home almost. And she's like, the mom is like taking off his clothes. While he's just in the bed drunk, like passed out drunk. And um, Billy starts like fighting with her mom. And she's like, why do you have to be so mean to her? You know, like it feels insensitive at a time like this. And her mom's like, first of all, your your grandma's fighting with me. She's the one who has a problem with me. And she always does this. And she likes like handling all this stuff. She likes telling people what to do. And, oh, you think I'm insensitive? Why? Because I'm not, like, crying all the time like you. Which was hard because we don't really get... We're not, like, really necessarily seeing that. But anyway, but I I get the intention of it. And you're like, you know... And that's when she has that line that you talked about, Kat, about it being... uh, Not wanting to, like, have her emotions on display like a zoo. Yeah. Um, This, I think, was one of my favorite scenes. I just thought that was, like, such a... 
it was such a powerful, it wasn't a speech because it was a dialogue, right? Like they were sort of going back and forth, but to hear uh, the mother's POV and the way that actress navigated it, I thought it was really, uh, really beautifully performed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean I, that mom was so good to me the entire time. I was like, this mom and that brother and that uncle, I'm sorry, was so good. Um, wait, is the next scene the scene when the family's looking for the earring and then Billy tells the story about her, how her mom lied about her dad to her when she was younger, when he was dying? Yeah, in the hospital. Yes, yeah. that is when we learned that um, Nainai uh, uh, lied to her husband about um, his illness. Yeah. Right? yeah At this point, I was like, all right, cool. You can't tell it. If any yeah. of y'all say shit tonight, now nah, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It was just hearing um, Billy or Aquafina tell this story about how she was younger and she didn't know. Um, You're talking about what she was, uh, the story about her going to, leaving China to go to America when she was six, right? Oh, is that what that story was? Yeah. yeah. With oh, the area. It, oh. it, 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 it starts with that. And then it leads to, and then when he died, no one even told me he was sick. So she thought gotcha. he was gone. So it starts gotcha. there and then it leads to that. Yeah. Gotcha. Because for some reason, tell, in telling that story, I was just like, <laughs> I, honestly, you know, maybe because, you know, I don't have no grandparents left or whatever. I was like, how did we get to this story? It was just like, <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. I know they listened, they were looking for the uh, earring and it was like light. So it was hard to find. But then to have that story, I was just, I was confused on what, man, I'm sorry. I was just confused on this character's evolution throughout this movie. Because, like, I get it, man. I get things are so devastating. And I, I, I totally understand I know what you want. It just felt like there was no, it felt like there was no growth or no actual conflict what? within the character. And I was like, why are we telling this? Is it just to have that? Well, I mean, moment. It, came, it came out of her being wanting to stay in China. Yeah. Right. Oh, and, okay. And that, so she okay. was like, I'm staying. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. Copy. Okay. Wow. Okay. Before that, she was talking about how she had seen something that she recognized, but didn't know or understand why she would recognize it. And then they were like, that's actually your... Nana, Nana used to live right over here, you know? And she wanted to go and visit that. And they were like, it's mm. gone. Like, it's, it's gotcha. falling apart. It's gone. So... I feel like for me at this point, because I was saying this earlier, I feel like for me at this point, I was, I was just connected to that feeling of, like she didn't feel like she was in control of, of her connection to her heritage. Like she didn't even feel like that was within her, uh, like her, her ability to control. And like, she, it, she just had to follow her parents and listen to her parents and, and even, like this sort of same thing that's happening right now with grandma, this sort of, this part of the culture, this part of the heritage to not tell everyone everything, to protect them from stuff is like hurting her. This is how it hurt her. And I want to stay, you know, you know, but then now this, <laughs> this sort of new side, this sort of, uh, uh, Western POV that her mother has now of like, and make nothing of your life and just mm. loaf uh, <laughs> and just loaf mm. around. Like, uh, uh, it's for me, I was sort of connecting to that. Like, I, I know that it, 
you know, we're sort of only just now even, le we're learning it as she's, we're learning it as she's exploding about it. <laughs> like yeah. it's not even like it was seated throughout the movie. Yeah. It, it, no, yeah, I agree. It wasn't seated throughout the movie because this is why I kind of call it more of like a snapshot than like a jerk, like a character journey. I, I I don't really think there was much of a character journey. Like, if anything, this moment with her uh, talking about when she was young, like it it makes a lot of sense, right? Because she's about to lose her grandma, right? When whenever you're about to lose a loved one, especially a grandparent, it's like that's a lot. That's a, a loss of your childhood, it's a loss of your innocence, it's a loss of like the some like a piece of your history, right? Like that person has memories that you will never fully know. And if they're gone, you can never know them anymore. And like she had this connection to China that she had not really, maybe perhaps had not really been thinking about much <laughs> because she was living her life. And now that she's back there, now that their family's around. Now that she's hearing stories, now that she knows her grandma's passing away, she's having that like very real like, oh, like this, I want this again. I want to be connected to this. This gives me like a sense of, there's a sense of purpose here or meaning or, you know, I don't want to lose this. And she's going to like, and just like she had, when she lost it before, it was just like, it felt like it was gone in like a second. And there was no kind of time to take process to take and so it makes sense to me that she wants to stay there and it also makes sense that her mom's like that doesn't oh yeah what are you gonna do like okay yeah. so you're here for three months and then she's gonna be con and then what are you gonna do with your life sorry go ahead no no, no. i i just feel like also this character is really going through like a self-crisis a little bit yes too, right yeah. like not knowing what she's going to do not knowing yeah. how she's going to continue her career not feeling comfortable in new york and like you know yeah. i i've never been to china um and i throughout this was like oh, i gotta go like i gotta go like because yeah. like i just feel um you know i i would love to connect more to my heritage that way and i would just love to go and visit china and i would love to um you know just feel a sense of um I don't know, like a sense of completeness um, for myself, um, yeah. which some people might feel and some people might not. You know, I, I, I don't want to put this on anyone. I just know that, you know, my, my, my mother's Chinese, my, my father's um, Jewish, and like I've just always wanted to go to China. I've always wanted to go to like Jerusalem, and I've just always wanted to like just even take time for myself, truly for no one else, just so that I can connect with my past and my heritage and kind of like find um, kind of a part of me that I don't feel like I can connect to in America, even though I am very proud to be an American. Um, so, you know, I think there's something about that as well of like her going back to China and just like feeling like maybe I belong here, or like maybe I feel more like myself here. Um, yeah, okay. That's that very interesting. But I think you're right, Jaron, that the movie isn't super concerned with that like so it just comes up just like pops up here pops up there it's not necessarily well i don't know maybe that's not fair to say but i, I don't really feel like it was like this is the through line throughout the whole movie you know it's more just like here's a little scene here's a scene here yeah. here's a scene about this here's a scene about that and we're like learning about these different things um not that it's inconsistent it's just like 
there isn't a very powerful uh, narrative that's like pulling us through outside of like there's an event that's happening and keeping us all here and like yeah. keeping these converse, interesting conversations going, which is what some movies do. It's like this a lot of, uh, to, to be fair, I mean, like a lot of art house films kind of do this. Uh, um, 100%. Because it's different. Uh, yeah. But then, yeah, so we get, that, that's a great scene. And then I, I guess we're at pretty much at the banquet now, right? That banquet uh, was so fun. That game, yeah. what is that? What was the game? It's like, like a drinking that, game. And that so was so like, cool. I, yeah, I don't really know. I have seen it played once, but basically it's like you're you're doing like a like a like a dance and a song and at the very end you say a person's name. Mm. And so like they have to they have to be able to react and do the same thing. And if there's any delay, then they have to drink. What's so cool about this game is is I've you know uh, uh, my family is like my cousins are pretty close. Like they're like that classic, like black family that eats and drinks on Sundays. But to see like the generations, like getting drunk together was such a cool thing because, um, you know, my aunties may drink with my cousins because clearly my cousins are 30, but there's still a line. You know what I mean? It's like, Hey, you may be 30 something with kids, but we allowing you to be at this table. Whereas like <laughs> in the in the movie, everybody was sitting around the table. Everybody was like getting drunk. And it kind of was like very cool just to see that everybody was on the same playing field. Like everyone was just on the same page. And it wasn't like about generations or age. It was just like, yo, we family and we just having a good time with Nana. Nana? Is that what her name was? Nene. Nana. 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 Uh, so I was like, I thought that was super cool, man. And yeah, that cousin who got married, quote unquote, was had the worst goddamn poker face of all time, yo. My man, oh, so my funny. man was weak. My man was. <laughs> my man was dodging this like wild. <laughs> all right, uh, what was the song that she was singing? The song that you love. I don't know what we're we talking about. Uh, well, anyway, there's the point where they zoom in on the guy's face, and he's just <laughs> just crying. <laughs> I was like, yo. Oh, Caterol Mio Bay. Yes, it's the, it's the uh, Italian. Opera. Like, it was like, yeah. while that song was happening, just, everybody's watching. And then he's, I think, standing up in the back. Yo, like, just, just sad. I'm like, bro, you weak. Get out of here. He's also had like 10 shots. Yeah. Though. Yeah. And uh, also, his dad, also, his dad completely fell, broke apart. You know. <laughs> weeped <laughs> and then he was like and then at the end of it he's like I'm just so happy and you're like no, what? No. <laughs> these are not happy tears no nah nah no like she ain't that dumb she is not he's that like, dumb I'm sorry about that I you were the best mom ever <laughs> <laughs> congratulations to these people who are getting married <laughs> Yeah, Uncle Fina, like, come, like leaving and then running back and being like, oh, right, how do you say congratulations again? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, oh, the, the, goodness, those uh, those three older dudes who were just, like, talking about... Uh, yeah, how much they love. One dude was just confessing his love. <laughs> yeah. Tonight, I, I mean, After like, the war, I was supposed to just... We were supposed to... Marry, get married. married. But you had that limp, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's like but you got that limp so you know i was like that what was, the flip? 
No, what the limp was, it was like, had she not had the limp, she wouldn't have gone with, she wouldn't have. Gone with the colonel. The colonel had to like take her and then they. (laughs) (laughs) In love and then now that was. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Um, Yeah, but that that was cool. And then we get the, uh, that that picture where the the cousin's really sad. Yeah, that was so sad. But then they said like the test results. Oh, I sent, uh, what's her name to get the test results. So then Aquafina like. And then Aquafina like. Runs to get, she passes several bikes. (laughs) She's just going to run. She's going (laughs) to. Yeah. And then it's crazy that they get the test results so that they get somebody to forge the test results. Like they yes. get, like they get, like get somebody else to like, people. to write, to write fake test Yo, results. The culture is so strong. They were just, everybody's just like, Oh, what happened? She got, all right, cool. Benign shadow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll write in benign, benign shadow. shadow. Okay. <laughs> Wild. Man. And then, yeah, then Nine-Nine's like, see, told you I'm fine. Um, she didn't even want to get those x-ray results. It's funny that they, like, made her. Um, yeah, I think right. she was like, I feel, I feel like healthy, she also I feel was fine. Like, yeah, but I feel like she also was like, I don't want to get these x-ray results. I don't want this to show anything. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and that's pretty much because then we kind of get to the partying scene, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that scene is Where, so... so- uh, yeah. So when she goes back to the States, like when she sees the birds on the street. So yeah, so she's yelling. So she's basically does the yell to make sure the birds doesn't go into her grandmother. When, well, like, yeah, go I think, oh, I don't know. But I, how I interpreted it, it was that she just did what the grandmother taught her, which is this ha ha, which is, you know, like negative energy leaving her or like, uh, or like, you know, making, doing something that's like, you know, I'm, I, I don't want this feeling anymore. I don't want this negativity anymore. And so I think when she did that and the birds left, it was like clean slate uh, or like, you know, putting positive energy toward her Nai or like, you know, letting go of this weight that she yeah. has felt the whole movie. My acting teacher does that. Yeah. yeah. She'll like make you, like my acting teacher, if you're like in your head, you feel a negative, you got to punch and kick the air. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah. Full punches. We for, Full punches. So the one scene we forgot to talk about was they go to visit their the granddad's um uh tombstone. Yes, they go to the grave. Yes, yes. so interesting. Yes. yes. And they like open Were up there, all the food. Yes. I was like, what is this practice? Yeah, they like give food to him so that he could eat, but then they like have to open it up. Um, and then they're like ripping apart flowers because they're like, well, other people try to steal them <laughs> if you don't do this. And then they start eating the food anyway. <laughs> I was like, this is yeah. And then the really wild. Like, giving was... him like a half smoked cigarette too. Yeah. like he quit. Yeah, he like, no, like, he didn't quit. quit. No, he just lied to you. Just told you. Uh, wow. Lied. Always lied. Yeah, the whole other. graveyard was really Tr- interesting. Like really yeah. just <clears throat> treating the, the the gravestone as him. That's him. You go, you see him. Everybody's here. We're all gonna go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna feed. Uh, bless us all. You burn things so that he'll have them. Like so, you put, you put it through the flame so that it'll go to him. Like he'll have warmth. That's amazing. Yeah, they said that they have warmth in the winter, uh, and then they were 
like asking him to bless like the different family members and then doing the three bows and they kept doing it. And then at one point somebody was like, okay, enough bows. We're getting dizzy. But the grandma, <laughs> the grandma was like, who, who else? Who, who am I forgetting? <laughs> like, they were already bowing so much. And she was like, just trying to figure out, let's make sure we get, let's get all the, God, the bless everybody. In um yeah that was cool but yeah yeah and then that that final goodbye scene was pretty heart-wrenching it was like and then nine and i also acted like this was the last time she was gonna see her too yeah Yeah. like she knew man i'm telling you man she knew she then uh we get our post scene credit where it's like she's she's still six years later and she's still with us yeah which is crazy yeah right then that happens sometimes I, hey, look, man, I kind of agree with the practice. You know, I, I just want to say, Hollywood, real quick, you know, thank you. Because I feel like I've learned a lot. You know what I'm saying? To be truthfully honest, like, I think, like, if something, for real, for real, I think if something, and my parents, I realize, do this to me. When bad things happen, my parents will, like, code it in a way where I can't tell how bad it is, which isn't the best. But I also think I have a habit of, like, worrying, which may end up worrying them even more. So watching this movie, and seeing that, you know, kind of what Cass says, like, sometimes people believe, like, you know, the scariest part about cancer or any, like, you know, life-threatening illness is that it makes the person give up. Or, like, sometimes you have a, you know, you have a relative and it's like, oh, man, they were so sick. And then one day you see them and you're like, you know, it felt like they just stopped trying. And they pass away, like, recently or, like, within days. I'm like, oh, man, I get that. So, for me, I feel like it was so cool to see a movie like this because I do think... I get it. Like, I think this is something that, like, I would adopt. You know what I mean? Like, really. Like, I'm like, don't, don't tell me. Like, for real, for like, yo, don't. I'm good. Like, let me, just, just send me on a fucking vacation somewhere and tell me that the plane can't take me off the island. Like, let me just chill. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, don't. Like, I don't know, man. I just really related to that. And I, and even though I know I had a tough time watching or keeping up with it, I was like, I'm really cool this existed because, you know, we got Aquafina. We got a Golden Globe nomination, but also I feel like people got a chance to like learn a little something that wasn't super heavy handed. I thank Hollywood for that. Wait, the Hollywood was this A twenty four who did this movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed like an A twenty four movie. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. It makes well, sense. and kind of I don't know if we want to circle back to what Jonathan was saying, but like you know the whole it is a different um, idea of like in Eastern culture that it's like the family member is is a responsibility of everyone. You know, and so it's mm. like the whole thing of like, this is our responsibility and our burden to like take this sickness. It's not hers, you know? Right. And, okay. and I do think that that is a very different way of thinking and, and, and like, and like a way of uh, family community is like when someone has a problem, it's not their problem, it's a family's problem. Mm. Um, and just so, and so you know, like, we like, never want to circle back to John. I think that's like, I think I can <laughs> truthfully say, Kat, <laughs> just, just. Re- like whatever John says, we always try to like pass it and just mm, okay. Got it. Nod. I didn't understand. I Wait, didn't you guys, the... you guys, nod and just I keep it going. Um, recently, though, I realized something recently. Um, Gemini Man was back. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Gemini Man was when... <laughs> bad. It was like not good. Like wait, recently what? you realized? Yeah, I realized it recently. I put it on. I put it on to just sort of 
watch it and thank you, baby. While what you know, like, <laughs> cat was like, "Yo, sweet child." Wait, you know? they, and I wait. realized, like Jim and I, man, it's crazy. It's pretty bad. Did you watch it during the quarantine? <laughs> yeah, it's I've watched crazy. it during quarantine. It's, it's pretty. It's bad. only funny. I saw people saw people tweeting about um, uh, X Men Dark Phoenix. I guess it appeared on like HBO Go. It's on HBO, so pe- yeah. So people are like, "Oh yeah, but I didn't realize how bad this movie was because I guess no <laughs> one saw it." And then because of quarantine, now everyone knows. Oh, this is a really bad movie. Yeah. So the fact yeah. that you just saw Gemini Man for the third, second, third time. Yes, the second or third. Cool. All right. Well. <laughs> great. I don't know what that had to do with the farewell, but thanks. No, I just wanted to uh, make sure I got it in so that everyone. Yeah, just- sure. Cool. Okay, here we go. Cool. Um, <laughs> it's time for the cause to rate and review films not based on how much we like it, but whether or not it helped the cause of more leading actors of color in Hollywood. Uh, so if we think it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If we think it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. And if we think it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. You guys ready? On the count of three, we're going to throw up our ratings. Bagging. All right. You doing one, two, three, or you doing three, two, one? I'm going to do three, two, one. Okay, okay. Quarantine shake up. Here we go. Three, two, one. Four. Four black fists. Four four, four fists. Kat, you got a black fist today, so, you know. I'm okay with that. Uh, Oh, yeah. Anybody want to talk about I'll go first again. I think I say it again. It's like I enjoy learning something else, and I also think for me, I think this movie coupled with Parasite, even though it didn't get any Oscar nominations, I think just the buzz it had and Aquafina winning that Golden Globe, um, and then Parasite doing what it did at uh, uh, the Oscars. I do think like there's, I'm hoping there's gonna be a new wave that hits Hollywood in a bit. You know what I mean? Um, and I think these two movies definitely will be on the forefront of helping get more representation in these quote-unquote um, award season-esque movies. Uh, so yeah, I liked it a lot, and I think it's going to have a big impact on future movies, especially small-budget ones, too. Um, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, I, I will just uh, piggyback off of that and say that I fully agree. Like, more, I mean, I know this got into, there was a lot of uh, uh, backlash for this being this being categorized as foreign language film, uh, you know, but like more, more bilingual movies like this, you know, like just more mm-hmm. movies uh, uh, following people that don't look like every single person, every single white yeah. person in America, <laughs> you know, more yeah. movies like this, uh, uh, you know, so that we can, so that we can deep dive into uh, cultures that we either, that we may not have experience in or so that people that are in America that are representative of that culture get to see that representation more and more. Um, and generally enjoyed, uh, generally enjoyed the acting and the writing and the directing. So, you know, more power to this movie. Yeah, I just feel like this is such a great opportunity for some um, older actors in particular to be seen and to be um, celebrated and I just feel like there's just not a lot of opportunity um, still for them to um, you know show what kind of talent they have and it just uh, this was a beautiful movie just to kind of be like yeah like 
I just hope even even with the language barrier, because I do know that that is that is hard, especially for a lot of Americans. And so I, I do understand that. Um, but I just hope that movies like this do open doors and open minds and um, hopefully give opportunity for people who haven't been able to share the spotlight at all. Yeah, I mean, it definitely placed Aquafina in a great spot. And I think Lulu Wang is also going to get so many more opportunities. I, I imagine she's going to create more opportunities for people of color with her next projects. And that's kind of the biggest thing that come out of this is like, when you have that much uh, cachet given to a POC director, especially a, a woman of color director, um, it's always like a really great thing. So it's dope. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Kat. Where can, yeah, Kat. Uh, can people follow you on, on social oh, yeah. media? Instagram, I believe I'm um, Kat Lerner, K-A-T-L-E-R-N-E-R. Um, yeah, and like, you know, I know we're all trying to be creative and positive during this quarantine so i know we usually are like what's happening next and it's like we don't know no one knows yes. um but Nobody knows <laughs> will there be an earth i don't know i'm not sure i don't know i, know, I thought about that literally uh at the beginning of the podcast i'm like what am i gonna say when they ask me like what projects do you have coming up it's like surviving the apocalypse that's what we're all doing <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's what we're playing <laughs> Fighting for toilet paper. It's okay, Kat. We all got the same struggles, right? Well, you can follow us at, at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and uh, Instagram, blackmanpodcast.com. Links to our merch. Um, if you're really bored and never subscribe to Patreon, you can go do it. We have a year's worth of episodes out there. Yeah. Uh, wow, no, yeah. Congratulations, yeah. you guys. Yeah, and yeah. that's it. We closed it. That's it. We closed <laughs> it. But it's still there for people who want it, you know. Um, and what else? Uh, oh, uh, I mean, you can follow me at John Braylock. Um, uh, you can follow me at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy dot com. Third is three R D. Watch all that and Young Dylan on Nickelodeon on Saturdays at eight o'clock. Eight thirty. Hey, 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 James, I would watch it, but I don't have Nickelodeon. Can you hook me up with a password or something? Uh, yeah, sure. There <laughs> we go. There we go. I mean, should, doesn't cost that much, I mean, to get it. I mean, let's not talk about finances. I mean, why can't you just be your friend? You said watch it. Why can't you just, why can't you just give a brother the goddamn okay, password? Right. And I have to, hey. like, search. There's not a lot of uh, streaming services that have Nickelodeon. You got to, like, you, you got to, yeah. Mm-hmm. James, I didn't ask you all that, brother. I just asked one simple question, man. I feel like this took a turn, you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Million on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, you know what, man? I'm not going to lie. Like, this is the time I think it is to, to, to converse. So if you have something you want to ask or talk about, hey, man, just hit me up on Twitter or IG, you know? Um, and yeah, man, like I said, stay safe, yo. Survive the apocalypse. Get your toilet paper. Get your paper towels. Call your mama or your dad, you know? Yeah, have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Great, yeah. And if you rate and review us, give us five stars on iTunes. We'll read your review on the air. I don't think I've read this one because it's like like half shade in it. But uh, I'm going to read it. (laughs) They did give us five stars, so why not? I don't Uh, like this. I don't like the setup either. Aquarial... Lian, I absolutely love this podcast. You guys are hilarious and pick great movies, even the bad ones to review. 
My only critique is that you guys miss a lot of hood-relatable aspects of films. Maybe you guys need to include more guests who grew up in the hood or in similar surroundings as some of the movies characters you review. I'm a list. I'm a new listener, so I may be wrong. Specifically, the Baps and the Baby Boy episodes missed a lot of marks. Also, guys, not every movie is intended to have a deep meaning or deliver an important message. Some are just intended to be fun. I don't feel like we say that every movie needs to have a deep message. But, we but do. Also, get I don't mad like when a movie doesn't have a deep message, though. <laughs> also, whatever. I don't like Tyrese and Baby Boy. So what? <laughs> However, you guys are super enjoyable to listen to, and I can't wait to hear more reviews. Uh, there All we right. go. And the positive note. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Pew, pew, pew.